Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Alina Elsia Lee, also known as Alina the Jesus Witch on TikTok and on Instagram. This week on the podcast, we are going to do an episode that was requested by my fam over on Discord. If you didn't know on Discord, we have a free community called the Jesus Witch Church, and there's like a bunch of people in there. It's super chill. We talk about all the different things. We talk about deity work, tarot cards, life in general. We have like a a chat for fandom stuff, for food, for like anything that you could think of. Um, And one day I was asking for podcast episode recommendations, and this was one of the things that they wanted to hear about is how I specifically work with Jesus as a witch. So I'm going to lay that out for you in this episode. But before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to remind you that the Jesus Witch Podcast is on Patreon. We have five different tiers that will help you expand your knowledge on Jesus and Christian witchery. Some of the different perks of the Jesus Witch Podcast Patreon include early and ad-free episodes of the show, transcribed episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast so that they're easier to take notes from and they make the episodes more accessible. There's also a tier that has happy mail, tarot spreads, um, one-on-one calls with me. Like There are so many different things on Patreon, so if you would like to check that out and help support the show and get some cool knowledge for yourself and things and resources for you while doing it, click the link that's in the show notes page and down there you'll also find other ways to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast, places to follow me, and the link to our Jesus Witch Church. But now let's jump into our conversation on how I work with Jesus as a witch. So I did another one of these kinds of episodes a few months ago about how I work with Asherah, who I believe to be the Abrahamic Divine Feminine. And when I did her episode, I was able to link you guys with some resources to where I found the information about her from. And like there's a blog post and like a Google book that I was able to share with you guys. But for Jesus, I searched high and low, high and low for reliable resources about how to work with him in a witchy way, what things he was corresponded with, um, you know, like all of those like different things like crystals and herbs and um, colors and all that stuff. And I could not find it. I could not find it online anywhere, like a nice comprehensive list. So I had to kind of come up with my own list of like things that I associate Jesus with. And um, obviously a lot of this is going to be based off of feeling and the way that I work with him. And that's why this episode is titled How I Work With Jesus, Me, Lena the Jesus work Witch, How I Work With Him. Um, But a lot of this is also coming from like the Bible and things that is said about him in the Bible and things he's associated with in the Bible. Um, And I tried to be very true to that. And I did a lot of research on like different verses and things to create correspondences for Jesus. So with that being said, just note that this information, a lot of it is coming from like me piecemealing the Bible to make this comprehensive list for you. 
So I don't really know how to introduce Jesus. Um, I mean, I feel like everybody has their own opinion of who Jesus is to them. So that's what I'm going to share is who Jesus is to me. So for me, Jesus is the son of God and son of Mary. He's kind of like a demigod of sorts, but um, I personally believe in a more literal conception of him. For me, he's the son aspect in the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he's who represents us people. Um, he's who represents like the everyday man. For me, um, as much as he is a deity, I work with him more as like a spirit guide or ascended master that has like deity status, if that makes sense. For me, I don't, I don't really know if he's a deity or know if he's like a spirit guide. I kind of get like the same, or like an ascended master, I kind of get the same vibe. Um, for all of those words from him. So I kind of feel like he's a little bit of all of that. Um, so that's who he is for me. For me, I work with him a lot on inner child work. That's a big thing with him. Learning how to find joy, seeking joy. Um, healing. Healing is a big one. Letting go of trauma. Um, and like learning how to look at your trauma through a loving lens as like weird as that sounds, um, instead of like holding grudges and hating people for the things that have happened to you and choosing not to trust others and choosing to be angry. Um, for me, Jesus is learning how to be open and have an open mind, even when I don't want to have an open mind and, you know, learn, learning to be more gentle with my words, with my mannerisms, with my thoughts and opinions about others, um, for me, Jesus is a lot of just about trying to be the best kind of human that I can be, the most compassionate human that I can be, even if that's not necessarily first nature. Um, for me, it's not like, you know, something that comes super easily for me to be gentle, to be very honest. I, uh, I've talked about this before, but I, I've always struggled with a lot of like anger issues and being, you know, very short and unaccepting of people. Um, so Jesus has really helped me to have an open mind. Um, you know, even right before I started this podcast, I had a pretty like closed mind to people who, you know, would think and, and feel differently than me. And, and as I created this and as I started to speak and, you know, have Jesus really work through my heart, I, I kind of understood the person that I needed to be in order to relay his message. And that was like a more open hearted person um, and a more accepting and loving and, you know, just genuinely just trying to be a cheerleader for other people when I can be that kind of person. Um, so for me, that's, that's who Jesus is. He really just inspires me to be a better person. I try to follow his examples through the gospels. Um, and for me, his example is, you know, giving to other people, loving other people, helping heal other people. Um, you know, loving people the way that you love yourself, taking time for yourself, caring for yourself, listening to your mom. That's a thing Jesus did too. So like, I try to listen to my mom, even though I'll listen to her, then she'll get me into some sticky situations. <laughs> <laughs> which is <laughs> that's, that's a story for another day but um you know that's that's who Jesus is to me and obviously I don't feel like Jesus works with everybody for the same things I feel like for other people he might be more focused on religious trauma for me like as much as we work through trauma and healing I have other entities and deities that I work specifically on my religious trauma with for me, I kind of use Jesus more as a generalized, like, personality deity and somebody who I really want to emulate their character more than anything. 
So now that I've described who Jesus is to me, let's talk about a couple of the things that I correspond with him. So firstly, the element that I associate with Jesus is water because of the verse John 4, 14. This was spoken when Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman and he had asked her to, um, you know, go to the well or he, she, they were at the well together and she had a bucket and he was asking her to go into the well and get um, him some water to drink. And she was asking him why she should do that because like he's a Jew and she's a Samaritan and they don't like each other sort of thing. And this was what he said to her in response. Um, they had like a whole conversation and then he was saying about how um, he has the living water and what he says here is but whoever drinks the water that I give to him will never be thirsty again the water that I will give to him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life there are so many other verses in the Bible that refer to Jesus as water or refer to some sort of living water in the Bible. Um, so I, in the extended show notes page, I'll put a list of them. I'll put a link to a list of them. Um, but it's it's incredible how many verses there are that talk about water. And that's why I associate Jesus with the element of water. So then for the day of the week that I associate Jesus with, I associate him with Sunday because he's the son of God. I think that one's a little bit self-explanatory. Um, for holy days for him, I wrote down Christmas because that's his birthday. Um, Easter, not Ostara. Easter and Ostara are two different things. I actually have a Patreon exclusive episode of the Jesus Witch podcast that I recorded way back when the podcast was first starting, um, all about the differences of Ostara versus Easter. So if you would like to become a Patreon supporter and grab access to that, I will leave the link for that in the show notes page. So I say to work with him on Easter because obviously that is a day that's like celebrating his resurrection. Um, for Jesus specifically, I feel like working within like the quote unquote Christian holidays works really well because, you know, they're designated days to celebrate him specifically. And since he already has his own holy days, I feel like it's okay to honor him on those days, even if you don't identify necessarily as a Christian or even if you're like a practicing witch or whatever, like it's totally okay to work with Jesus on Christmas or on Easter. And now a quick break from our show to talk about a few different ways you can help support the Jesus Witch Podcast. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is by becoming a Patreon supporter of the show. Every supporter of the Jesus Witch Podcast on Patreon gets access to our monthly community oracle card readings, as well as access to a secret Discord channel in the Jesus Witch Church. In that channel, you can leave any Jesus Witch questions or suggestions that you may have, and it's just a better place for us to connect as a Patreon community. We currently have five different Patreon tiers for you to choose from to help expand your knowledge on Jesus and Christian witchery. The first tier that we offer is the Mercury tier, and this provides written transcripts of each episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to make them more accessible and easier to take notes from. The next tier that we have is The Fool, and that provides early access to the Jesus Witch Podcast, as well as ad-free episodes. The following tier is The Magician tier, which helps to expand your Jesus Witch knowledge with tarot spreads to help you connect with the Abrahamic Pantheon and monthly Bible-based spellbook pages. In the Hierophant tier, we go even further with Bible-based spellwork. Each month, members of this tier get access to an additional Bible-based spellbook page, I also send you a mini spell kit every single month with the ingredients to cast your spell. With this tier, you also get access to a monthly spell casting circle that happens over Zoom where we cast the spell together and it's a really fun time. Our final tier is the High Priestess tier. This tier gets everything from the previous tiers as well as a one-on-one -on -one call with me over Zoom every single month to talk about your practice, where it's going, and what your goals are spiritually. Another way to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast is by shopping at the Sun and Moon Jesus Witchery Shop on Etsy. Over on my Etsy shop, I offer Talking to Jesus tarot readings, Christian Witch mystery boxes, Bible-based spell oils, astrology readings, and so much more. 
You can also help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast by sending a donation directly to my PayPal or Cash App. You can find the links to both of those or any of the other ways to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast in the show notes page. And a quick reminder, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to us on. And give us a rating of five stars because that helps to get the word out about the show. If you would like to connect with me further, be sure to join our free Discord group, The Jesus Witch Church, and give me a follow on TikTok and on Instagram at Lena the Jesus Witch. Now let's go back to our show. So for colors for Jesus, I chose purple because Jesus is referred to as royalty in the Bible. He's called the King of the Jews. And yes, that is a little bit of satire um, from when he's being resurrected or, you know, when he's being crucified. It's still like a title that was given to him. There's also like in Christian lore and evangelical lore, the whole like when he was, you know, crucified and there was the um, curtain that tore in the temple. There's the rumors that that curtain was purple and he tore that um, purple cloth um you know, in half sort of thing. So that's why I associate purple with him. I also associate red with Jesus. I think that one's pretty obvious. You know, the passion of the Christ, you know, the blood of Christ, blood is red sort of thing. Um, I, I feel like everybody associates red with Jesus. Just, I just think that's like the common color to use while working with him. I also associate green with Jesus because he was such a healer and green is a healing color. And I feel like that's really important to acknowledge from him that he is a healer. Like he says in Mark that he came to heal the sick, not the um, healthy sort of thing. Or just like a doctor comes to heal the, uh, the sick, not the healthy. I have come to save, you know, the sinners, not the righteous sort of thing. Like he came to come to people who were not doing well and like not... Um, you know, living their best life, so to say, or being their best self sort of thing. And I really like how he likes to heal and transform people. And, and I love that transformational and healing aspect of him. So I like green to work with that when I work with that energy of him. Um, I also really like gold for Jesus because, you know, one of the three gifts that he was given by the wise men when he was born, frankincense, myrrh, and gold um so I feel like that's a good color to work with him with obviously too that's royal color the king color um is gold so I think that works nicely with working with him he's also associated really like um closely with the sun and the sun is a gold color so I think you know that's why that's why I use gold with him personally white I feel like white is also an easy color to use with Jesus it just you know it's a very um open and accepting and light kind of color bringing in that like warm vibrational energy like Jesus has and then the final color that I like for him is blue blue is a color that helps you connect with spirit um and I feel like he was a really spiritually connected person just who he was so I like to work with blue my current Jesus candle that I got from my friend Hannah known as spirituality on TikTok um, that's a blue candle. So I, that's the color candle that I've been using with him recently. A few symbols that I associate with Jesus are the lion. There's a lot of times in the Bible that he's referred to as like the lion of God. There's also verses in Revelation where he's referred to. It's just, he's like the lion. I mean, like <laughs> the song God's Not Dead in my head comes out in my mind and it's like, my God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living like a lion roaring on the inside. Like there's so much Christian imagery associating Jesus with a lion. So he... I associate him with the lion. Um, I associate him with the dove. Um, I also associate him, and that's more so to do with, like, Catholicism. There's a lot of, like, him being, like, a peaceful character in that. And, um, you know, doves are a very peaceful thing. Um, bread. He calls himself the bread of life, the bread of heaven. Um, that's literally, like, when we talk about other names for Jesus, one of the names that's on the list in the article that I have is bread of heaven. 
you have no idea how much I laughed at that for like a hot minute. Like it was really, as a New Yorker, the bread from heaven, that was too good. Um, and I've definitely heard that in the church, but I don't think it, I don't think it clicked until like now. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's good. That's who I'm going to be referring to him as. Heck yeah. Especially when we do money magic together. Jesus, you give me that bread from heaven. That manna from heaven. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. Um, so bread, that's something you could associate with him. Likewise, wheat. Wheat is also associated with Jesus. Fishes, because he t- tells people to be fishers of men, you know, not just fishes, fishers of fish, but being the fishers of people. And he, you know, takes a lot of fishermen under his wing. He also helps, you know, um, two separate on two separate occasions, this dude, you know, made a miracle and fed an abundance of people out of like three fish and like two loaves of bread. Like he, he's associated with fish, basically creates abundance with fish. And also like Jesus fish, you know, you'll see like you're driving on the highway and then all of a sudden, you know, that lady in her mom van who's speeding way too fast passes you and you see a little jesus fish on the back of the car okay um (laughs) um but fishies they also could be associated with jesus um the cross the cross is another symbol for jesus i feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory and then the final one that i i wrote down is wine i think wine is a good symbol for jesus he turns water into wine he does that uh, miracle that is the first recorded miracle of Jesus Christ is him turning water into wine at a wedding under direction of his mother listening to her he didn't want to do it at first he's like woman do not bother me right now and she's like we need wine I want a party make wine get see, people like waiters get him what he needs he's gonna make the wine and then he did it so um I associate Jesus with wine. Um, I also like, obviously I've mentioned before that I was rear-ended by a drunk driver in December of 2021. And um, part of my healing for that has been learning how to have a healthy relationship with alcohol where I'm not demonizing it because of what this one person did to me with alcohol. Um, and so like, you know, I have a glass of wine with Jesus sort of thing. And, and it's how I connect with him and it's how I let go of some of that physical trauma um so those are some of the symbols that i associate jesus with so for herbs that i associate with jesus there are three that i associate very closely with him there's obviously more in a lot of herbs that were mentioned within the bible we just did an episode of the jesus witch podcast about herbs and oils that could be found in the bible um i will link that episode in the show notes page as well for you um but the three herbs that i really closely associate with him are frankincense myrrh and mint so frankincense and myrrh are pretty self-explanatory because they were part of the three gifts um that the wise men brought jesus when he was a baby um they brought him frankincense myrrh and gold um and then mint i associate with jesus because he talks about mint in two different verses he talks about it in matthew 2 or sorry matthew 23 23 and luke eleven forty two. and i really like mint for jesus because mint is all about transformation bringing in a new vibe slowing yourself down so you can really like sit in the moment and make the right course of action and the right plan of action for you um so i feel like mint and its properties embody a lot of like jesus's personality so i really like working with mint when i work with jesus 
So a couple of tools that I associate with Jesus. I really love tarot cards to talk to Jesus with. That's actually one of the types of readings that I offer on my Etsy shop is to talking to Jesus tarot readings, which are like essentially a channeled message from him regarding like how you, how you can grow spiritually, how you can like let go of religious trauma, how you can step into the best version of yourself. They tend to be like really positive and uplifting and really help um, move you from like one mental place to another and like figuring out and giving you practical tools to do that. I really like that Jesus likes to give practical advice and that's what I personally look for when I do a tarot reading is practical advice I don't just want to say to you here's the king of cups which means you need to be more emotionally vulnerable no like let's talk about how we can get to that place of emotional vulnerability right um so Obviously, I like using tarot cards to work with him. I also really, really like the Oracle deck, the Work Your Light Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell. If you get a live, like, one-on-one -on -one talking to Jesus reading with me, like, over Zoom, I use that um, deck in addition to the tarot deck that I use just to give you a little bit more information and insight um, into, like, his message for you. I like that deck particularly because, one, it's very action-based, so it, like, tells you, it gives you practical advice of what to do. I, that's something, like, if you get a reading with me, I like practical advice readings. I don't just like to give you a reading and say, this is the information. Congrats. Like, that's just not my vibe kind of thing. I really like to figure out how we can get from point A to point B. So I like that deck because it, it's it's a conduit. It really just tells you, like, this is the step to do sort of thing. Um, so I, I like that deck to connect with him as well. Um, but, like, some tools that I feel like are really symbolic of Jesus, like, those are just ones that I personally like to use to connect with him. Um, the Bible, obviously. Um, you know, he's referred to in the Bible as the word. It's in John. It goes like, um, you know, in the beginning there was the word and the word was with God and then the word became flesh. That's a first John 1, I believe. Um and so, you know, the Bible would be good to work with him at with candles because he's the light of the world. He's how candles bring light. Anything that brings light in general, you could use a flashlight, you could use your phone light, you could use anything that brings light to help connect with him. Um, I also really think baskets would be good to work with him as. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't have any rhyme or reason. I was just writing this list in the back of my mind. It said baskets. And I'm like, Easter baskets? And he's like, kind of, but to hold everything. And I'm like, okay, so baskets. I don't know. I think I want to make a Jesus basket in my practice. That sounds like a really fun idea to do around Easter time. So for other names of Jesus, there are a ton of other names for Jesus. So firstly, Yeshua, which is like the actual, probably like what he was actually called in, you know, ancient um, Israel. Um because obviously Jesus is an Americanized English way to say that name. Um, I also, in the extended show notes page, which is on Patreon for everybody in the Fool and Up tiers, I have a article with a bunch of different names for Jesus and Bible verses where he's referred to them as. So a few examples of different names for Jesus would be like Almighty, which is found in Revelation 1.8, Alpha and Omega, which is found in Revelation 22.12, verses 13 through 13, Bread of Heaven, which is in John 6 32 I freaking love that bread of life which is John 6 35 um Christ Colossians 3 3 15 there's just a bunch of different names they you know lamb of God which is in John 1 29 what I really like is most of the verses like a good 90 percent of these verses that they pulled come from the New Testament the only ones that they grab that are from the Old Testament that I you know can see just as I'm glancing on here as a second time um come from 
Isaiah. And Isaiah, if you read through the book of Isaiah, it very much reflects the things that happened in the Gospels. And for me, like, I have kind of associated Isaiah being um, almost like a summary of the Gospels, but in the Old Testament. It's very interesting if you read both of them, like, read Isaiah and then read the four Gospels and, like, compare and contrast. It's very interesting. So I find it cool that they used... Um, different names from him that come from the new testament a man of sorrow this was this is the first one that i said to you that i is in isaiah it's isaiah 53 3 um you know master which is uh john fifteen twenty, mediator first timothy 2 5 and 6 like there's so many different names on here there is 50 names that they refer to jesus as on this list so even if you don't like calling him jesus or yeshua uh there's going to be a name that you resonate with somewhere in the bible for jesus so finally a couple of oils that i associate with jesus obviously like frankincense essential oil myrrh essential oil any mint essential oils um orange essential oil as well because orange brings joy and i feel like jesus is a big joy bringer this is also a little bit of a self shameless self-promotion for me i make bible-based spell oils on etsy and all but one of them was specifically designed um my intention while designing them was to connect with jesus the one that's not supposed to connect with jesus or not meant to connect with jesus is the mother goddess oil which is you know obviously to help connect with the divine feminine but the other ones that i have the protected by self-love spell my liquid gold spell and my choose joy spell are all meant to help you connect with jesus and work with different aspects of him so for protected by self-love is obviously his protection aspect and also the aspect of him that teaches us to love ourselves before we love other people like the way we love other people that he teaches us that self-care is necessary in order to like help other people and that oil is designed to help encourage that my choose joy spell oil is meant to connect with the joyous aspects of Jesus to help you grow in your joy and help you sustain your joy. I personally feel like joy is a state of mind more so than an emotion and it's something that you can feel even during really hard times and dark times just by having that knowledge and having that um, understanding that at the end of this there's going to be light and I feel like the choose joy spell oil that's what I designed it to help you do and to have that mentality and that's something that's really Christ-like for me and something that he teaches about like having endurance to be able to get to the end of the race and really like holding on to hope and that's something that I channel when I use my choose joy spell oil and then the other one I really associate with Jesus is my liquid gold spell oil not only does it have olive oil in it which is one of the other oils that I associate with Jesus because olive oil helps bring you know wisdom and it's also like you know since I associate Jesus with doves, doves tend to hold an olive branch, so olive oil makes sense to me to work with him with. Um, but anyway, my liquid gold oil has olive, it's an olive oil base, and then it's meant to help you grow in your abundance. And that could be physical abundance, like, you know, with, you know, money or success and career, but that also could be like abundance of love, abundance of friendship, abundance of family. So it's really meant to help you have a full and warm heart, which is what Jesus does for me, is gives me a full and warm heart. So I use that energy in that aspect of him to make my liquid gold oil so if you want to check out those spells you can click the link in the show notes page to go to my etsy shop but um all of my bible based spells besides the mother goddess but all of those are meant to help you connect with jesus and they're all based on bible verses as well so now i just want to do a quick like rundown of a very good day in the life as lena the jesus witch like spiritually like i know on tiktok i share like practical days in the life like what i do all day sort of thing and those are really fun i love making those kinds of vlogs but i want to share with you here like if i'm really focusing on my spirituality and i'm really focusing on a day with jesus and i probably should make this a tiktok video now that i'm like talking about it um but this is what a very good 
perfect day as Lena the Jesus Witch, an idyllic day as me with Jesus looks like. So firstly, I wake up in the middle of the night because I wake up in the middle of the night. I don't know about you, but my first wake up call of the day is at like 1 to 3 a.m. And the first thing I do when I wake up in the middle of the night is check my Bible app and read the verse of the day for the first time. It is really important to me to be intentional with opening my Bible app before I open any other app, kind of just giving Jesus the little nod of like saying, I'm obsessed with my phone. I spend hours on TikTok. I spend hours a day on Discord. It's like an ungodly obsession with my phone right now. But the first thing I use my phone for every single day is TikTok. Then I go back to sleep. And when I actually wake up in the morning, I open my Bible app again. And I spend a little bit more time with the verse of the day. Sometimes I watch the video that the Bible app has for the verse of a day. Or if it's like a really, really good day, I'll grab my physical Bible and I'll read something. I tend to love to read the Gospels. I've read the Gospels way too many times. It's like, it's your favorite book that you keep going back to. For me, it's the Gospels. Um, so <laughs> I, I'll spend a little bit of time with my Bible. Um, then I like to anoint myself in the morning every single morning with a different oil. Um, I've been using my protected by self-love oil a lot lately in the mornings just to make sure that I feel very grounded and very protected and very like held by Jesus right now. I, I definitely feel like I've been going a little, through a little bit more of an emotional time and feeling more vulnerable, especially like coping with um, the consequences of the accident that I was in and like the more permanent consequences of them that's really been heavy on my mind recently and I feel like my protected by self-love oil helps me stay very grounded and connected to Jesus and like so I anoint myself with that every single day and just give myself that reminder that Jesus is protecting me that he's holding me and it's okay and I can work with him through these things then as you may know I homeschool my kiddos so every day before I do homeschool I like to light Jesus's candle bring his energy into our home and while my son is doing his homeschool program I keep Jesus's candle lit not only do I like having his energy in the home but Jesus was a teacher so having him be present while my son is teaching while I'm teaching him while you know his programs teaching him I feel like is very beneficial and just adds like a little bit of you know oomph to his learning environment and a little bit more like presence and love and like that like spiritual energy that I want my kids to grow up with especially from keeping them home Every single day I listen to music that reminds me of Jesus and reminds me of my relationship with him. It's not necessarily worship music and I definitely want to do an updated episode of what worship is to me and like specifically talking about like worship music, how I work with worship and how like I do spells with music kind of things. I, I really, really, really love doing spell work with music. Um, so I listen to music every day that reminds me of Jesus or like songs that I've done spells with him with. So right now some of my favorite songs to start my day with um, and that remind me of Jesus Jesus and remind me of like the blessings that he's given me in my life one karma by Taylor Swift that's a really good one um I really like um Midnight Rain by her as well that's a good manifesting one for me Lord the artist Lord she's been a really um essential part of my music connection to Christ to be very honest like her songs like The Path and even like Solar Power um really resonate with me and help me connect with him 21 Pilots is also a really great band to listen to if you're trying to connect with Christ they are literally worship music packaged as our alternative music um if you know the history of 21 pilots you know they they literally started off as a worship band um tyler has several songs on spotify with his old pastor um like they're just the one that comes to my head the first like lyric that comes to my head from 21 pilots that's super like bible is an ode to sleep he says like i asked forgiveness three times same amount that i denied okay that's peter asking for forgiveness because he denied Jesus 
three times before he was crucified. Like, it's incredible. So, like, looking at their lyrics, the same thing with the song Hometown. It's talking about, like, you know, looking at the sun instead of looking at the things that are around us or even uh, morph off of this, the album Trench, you know, um, talking about, like, how in our society we look a lot around science and we look at these, you know, things that are very worldly for all of our opinions, but maybe we should just pick above and see what happens sort of thing. So that's a very... A band, if you want to get in-depth with it and you really want to listen to Worship That's Not Worship, 21 Pilots is pretty solid for that. A new one for me that's been... I mean, like, a new old one for me that's been added into my rotation of Jesus music is One Direction. And I know this sounds kind of silly, but One Direction helps me connect with my inner child. I was obsessed with One Direction back in the day, like, when they were on UK X Factor. Your girl was one of those, like, original fans. I was a Tumblr girly back in the day. So if you were a Tumblr girly back in the day, you were also a UK X Factor girly, most likely, and you were probably obsessed with One Direction. I was. So when I'm, like, feeling really down, I need, like, a little bit of a pick-me-up. I've been putting One Direction music on and songs that I listened to as a kid, and it just, it makes me so happy it makes me so happy there's no words to describe it and now I've put One Direction on enough that my eldest song has been singing their songs and like it's so it's so cool to see that whole thing go full, full circle um so yeah that's those are other like I just love to listen to music I love to listen to a lot of different music and I associate a lot of different music with Christ so it doesn't matter if it's 21 Pilots or Taylor Swift or One Direction or you know if you want to listen to classical worship music just listening to something that makes you feel connected and feel held by spirit Alternatively, I think songs that just bring you a lot of joy can help you connect with spirit and can help you connect with Jesus. Like the song Call It What You Want by Taylor Swift doesn't remind me at all about Jesus. It's a song that I very, very, very closely associate with my relationship with my husband. Like that is how I see him and I. And why it's a worship song for me though is because Jesus gave me this man. He gave me this man and then he made this man into like the perfect man of my dreams. Because when Jack and I met in high school, he was not woo-woo. He was none of this stuff. He kind of was like against religion and against Jesus and like, why would you even... But now he reads tarot cards with me. We read our birth charts together. You know, we explore deity work together. Like Jesus gave me the man of my dreams. All I had to do for this blessing was ask for it. Like, I prayed really hard for Jack's, you know, heart to be transformed, for him to get a little bit softer to spirit. No, I wasn't asking for him to just be a Christian. Yes, there was a time where I was asking for him to just be a Christian. Was that prayer working? No. When I started praying for him to be more open to spirituality, did that prayer work? Yes. Um, but he was also, Jack was also open to that, like, to being open to spirituality, so I didn't feel like it was, like, praying against his will, if that makes sense. Um, all I, but all I had to do was pray and be very patient, like very patient and answer any questions that he had. And Jesus helped nurture our, nurture our relationship into this beautiful spiritual thing. And when I listen to that song, it reminds me of all of these little like blessings that I have, how patient he is with me, how he takes care of me, no matter like how much pain I'm in. Like he's a really, really, really important person in my life. And Jesus gave me that. And I acknowledge that Jesus gave me that. Jack acknowledges that we are definitely like a spiritually connected couple. He's definitely said, you know, Jesus has had my back once, one or two times um, throughout our relationship. So like I, just the, my point being, you can listen to whatever song you want. It, all it needs to do is elicit joy, elicit a memory, elicit something that makes you feel blessed and carried by Christ. And there you go. Now it's a worship song.
But clearly I have a lot to say on this topic, which is why I need to do another worship episode. I, I love music. I love connecting to Christ and to the spirit through music. And if you guys will nerd out with me for like a half hour about that, I totally want to do it. Another thing I do to connect with Jesus every day is I use my liquid gold abundance oil every time before I do work. One, I'm trying to ask for abundance and asking him to bring that into my life. But two, I'm asking him with that oil to keep me focused on the work that I'm doing and help me to really embody his energy as I do my work and really be a good um, example and a good um I don't know. I just I just want people to see Christ through me. It's really important for me for people to see Christ through me. Like I don't want at the end of the day, Lena's Lena. You know, she's she is who she is, but ultimately like I want you to see Christ in Lena. That's more important to me than anything. So that's what I pray for before I do my work and I use my liquid gold to do that. Like I was saying before when we were talking about worship, inner child work is really, really, really important for Jesus. So I make sure to do some sort of inner child work every single day by playing. Um, I'll play with my kids. I'll play, you know, we like to play Mario Party together. Um, so we'll do that. Or I've just restarted my Animal Crossing New Horizons Island and I'm making it like a little virtual altar to Jesus and to the goddess Venus. Um, so I am having a lot of fun playing on there and like looking at all the cute little things and like really engaging my inner child with that so I feel like inner child work is something that you could do every day it's very simple you can allow yourself to be childlike once a day even if it's just like allowing yourself to you know listen to a silly child song or watch a video on YouTube that you liked when you were a kid like it doesn't matter you can put five to ten minutes a day towards inner child work and it be dedicated to Jesus and that be a really simple way to involve them in your practice um, self-care is also super important to Jesus you know doing things like eating brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, taking a shower, taking care of your physical your physical vessel. You you need to love your neighbor like you love yourself. So you can't love your neighbor if you don't love yourself. And taking care of yourself is essential to loving yourself. Um, when I need a mood adjustment throughout the day because your girl is a New Yorker, your girl has anger. You know, we've talked about this. Your girl has a little bit of anger issues and I don't like to act on them. So I do need a little bit of a mood adjustment at some point throughout the day. And I'll take my Choose Joy oil and I use that with him and I just pray for a moment. I take a moment to pray like Jesus did in the Bible. He, you know, would leave the disciples and take a moment to have with the Father. So I take my moment and I have it with him and I go hide in my bathroom with my Choose Joy oil and I suff it, like I huff it and I'm like... Jesus, give me calm. And you know, you don't necessarily need an oil to do this. You could just have yourself and be present. That's totally fine too. I just like it. It aids to the experience for me. Um, but taking a moment to ask Jesus for a mood adjustment, I feel like is a good way to involve him in your practice on a daily. Another thing I do is I wear an evil eye enchanted with his energy every day. I also wear my evil eye as like a symbol of the place that we're both from. We're both from that Judeo-Palestinian region um, of the world. My family's Palestinian. So like, you know, ancestrally wise, we're from the same place. And, and talismans, these evil eye talismans were found originally in the Palestinian region so I wear them for my ancestors and I wear them as like a nod to the place that Jesus and I are both from and it's a good reminder for me of you know this shared history that both of us have and the shared um place of the world that him and I have and it makes me feel very connected to him and then the final thing I do every day is just praying before bed asking him for protection asking him for protection over my dreams and then asking him to give me any messages um, that I need through my sleep like with clarity and that's that's really it so those are the things that I do on a really good day of working with Jesus. 
So that's all of the things that I have to share with you about how I work with Jesus. I hope that this helps you and that this resonates for you and helps you grow in your practice with him um, and involve him in your everyday life in more simple ways. I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate for mundane magic, not going like super out of your way on a daily basis to make your life magical. Um, So I hope that this episode inspires you to make your mundane magical with Jesus. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on and give us a rating of five stars because it would help get the word out about the show. And if you would like to help support the podcast on Patreon or buying something through my Etsy shop or even sending a donation to the show, you can find the links for all of that and places to connect with me and links to the Jesus Witch Church all in the show notes page as well. So now it's my favorite time of our episodes. It's time for our verse of the day, today, day, day, day. And today's verse of the day is Psalm 91 verses one and two, which was the verse of the day on the Bible app the other day, I will admit, but it reminded me of how fucking great this verse is. And if you are looking for a simple protection spell, this is it right here. Okay, so the verse says, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. Like I said, this is a fantastic protection spell. I use it for my um, abundance water spell that's on my Patreon. I absolutely love, 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 love working with this verse. I also love this verse because it, it talks about like finding rest in the place where you're getting protection. I find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I find my rest in being protected by him. Like I don't have to be on the defense because he's looking out for me. I find that to be so, so powerful and I love this verse for that. So that is why I chose it as our verse of the day for this week. But anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I was your host, Lena Elsia Lee. I will also be your host again next time. Um, <laughs> okay? All right, cool. Bye!